0: there's a simplicity. Once again, simply focusing upon that sacred name, this action we call meditation, is simply the action of coming back into the loving and the truth of who we are. And in that process, we're going to have the experiences fulfilling our karmas, getting liberated, all these things we put names on and define and try to clarify and understand. All that happens. But just know, even in the midst of the craziness, you're simply having experience. And in that experience, it is fulfilling the journey the soul has come into this creation to have. So there's nothing negative or bad or evil about it. It's only when we judge it is negative, evil, or bad, that it becomes so. And in that judgment, well, guess what? It's simply a choice. And we get what we choose. We get to have the experience. But there's nothing wrong with choosing that. There's nothing wrong with having that experience. It's just that in ourselves, when we make it that way, that it seems wrong. But as soon as we begin to move into loving and acceptance of all things, all things, nothing's excluded, God loves all of its creations. So to move back into God-consciousness, we need to become God-like, and that is loving all creation, loving all things. So as we move into loving and acceptance, is how we let go of the judgments and all that goes with that back to the simple choices and freedom of choice. And as we make the new choices to move back into the divine, then the old choices, we are simply moving through in our process of getting to the I Am or the center of this great whirlwind of the world. And that action of meditation, that we do that, as we choose to do that on a daily basis, is how we daily choose to keep coming back to the I Am, and automatically all the other just begins to drop away because we fulfill the experience. And even in the dropping away and fulfilling of the experience, we're going to go through all these things. We talk about working the inner kingdom with the laugh acronym, LOVING, ACCEPTING, and FORGIVING all this process of letting go and all the learning that goes on, that's all part of it. It's part of the experience. That's part of what takes place as we choose God first and God only and choose to meditate upon His sacred name. So let it all be okay. And just realize it's all part of the process. You've never done anything wrong. And you never will so you might as well just let go and surrender and allow yourself to move now into the greater ease the grace the simplicity and the gentleness that the divine truly is
1: as i was meditating I became aware inside of something repeating over and over and over as I was saying the sacred name and building that power of loving up inside of me. <clears throat> and as I would say the name inside, I would hear being spoken to me, uh, you and I are one. You and I are one. Just as one who you know of spoke, I and the Father are one, you and I are one. And as I began to silence the chanting of the sacred name and move into this other chant, I began to realize that this was God speaking to me, but not just to me, but to all of us, that we are already one with God, that we aren't separated, and we do not have to do anything in order to become one. We don't have to be worthy of it. We don't have to change things all we have to do is awaken to the truth of who we truly are, one with God. It is the illusion of this world that allows us to live in separation and to promote that separation continually to keep us anchored here and to keep us focused here and to keep us looking into the world for the answer, for the solution, for the completeness. But it's only when we begin to look inward and upward letting go of the attachments of the world, letting go of the world itself, that we begin to realize the greater truth that I and the Father are one. You, the soul, are the living, loving essence of the Lord. God put that living, loving essence into action, into creation, into manifestation, in order for God to experience the movement of loving that is God. And that you are. And that you will always be. If we can begin to let go of all the illusions of what we think we are and who we have to be and what we have to complete in this world and allow ourselves to begin to just realize the truth, awaken into the truth, and live into the truth of the divine that we are, of the loving that we are, then we can begin to live our lives very differently. For me, when I began this journey so many years ago, as a, as a child really, when my, my five, six, seven years old and on up, I knew as a child that I and the Lord were one. And I have seen other children today who know that to be true. But as we grow up, and we begin to engage the mind, and we begin to engage into the world, we begin to lose sight of that oneness, of that divinity, of that simplicity of who we are as soul, as a child of God. And we begin to take up identities other than that, that we are male or female. that we are part of this world, we create attachments in this world, and before long we lose sight of the truth of who we are. Meditation is nothing more than waking up, waking up to the truth. And meditation, if it's done correctly and shared correctly, is simple. It's a simple process. God is simple. Loving is simple. And waking up to the truth of that simplicity is simple. Sitting down, holding our focus at the seat of the soul, letting go of those things that stir within us that attract us down into the world, holding our attention upon that sacred name that assists us in moving inward and upward above the mind and all the elements of this creation, so that we have that opportunity in that time we were in meditation to wake up, to wake up and know. The challenge is the mind doesn't understand simplicity <clears throat> and all the elements that are of the mind and this creation and the complexities of it are ever tugging at us, ever calling on us, ever wanting us to participate. And at first when we begin to meditate, we may find that it's a real challenge to let go of those things. The body, the emotions, the mind, they are strong at this level of the physical. They are strong. And the soul is weak. But as we begin to hold our attention to the soul, to that loving essence of the Lord that we are, it begins to gain strength. It begins to have a greater strength that eventually becomes a dominion over the physical consciousnesses. And the soul becomes stronger than the physical. It's done gradually, but it is done if we will meditate consistently holding our focus on just one thing, and that is loving God. Don't go into meditation seeking answers, seeking solutions, seeking understanding. Don't go into meditation looking for past lives or things of the history, but rather go into meditation sharing your loving with God. And then let yourself move into that place that is spoken of through the Bible, both in the Hebrew and in the New Testament. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know my loving. Be still. So we sit and we chant the name of God over and over and over inside, ever holding our focus inward and upward, ever sharing our loving as we're chanting that name with God. And then somewhere in that meditation we're going to find a moment where things become still, where things become quiet. And we can let go of the chanting and we can begin to open and receive God's loving. It's interesting. In order to truly share loving with someone in the world or with God, we have to open. We have to open ourselves to share that loving. We can't have barriers up. We can't be in separation in order to open and to share that loving. We have to move to a different place, that place of centeredness, of strength, where the loving resides within us. And it is in that same action of opening that we also allow ourselves to receive As you give, so shall you receive. And so, in opening and giving, you also are opening to receive. And so, every meditation is just that if we're focused first on God, first in loving God. We are already open, and now we're ready to receive. In giving, we are in action. In action, In focus, in action, in word, in action, in sharing, that loving. In placing it with God, focusing it into God. But when we then get to that place of quiet, where the sharing from us to God is moved to more complete, we then find ourselves still open, still vulnerable, but coming to that place of quiet where now we can receive God's action with us and God can share loving with us. And soon, if we're doing that regularly, we will find that we're living into this river of loving that Rumi talks about over and over in all of his writings, where we are living in this continual flow of giving and receiving of God's loving. Because remember, the soul is God. The soul is of God and is God's essence. And so it is God just loving God, loving God, loving God, loving God. And it is ever in that process of giving and receiving until finally you don't even know if you're the one giving or receiving in the moment. All you know is that you're in the loving, in the movement of the divine flow. Once you begin to experience that in your meditation, then it's easy to begin to take it out into the world. But if you really don't know what true loving is, not love that is in the world, not the romantic love, not the needy love, but the loving that is of the divine nature of us, once we know that, then we can get up and go and truly live that in our daily life. And we can begin to take loving and God and awareness into every part of our life to where we begin to live as a living prayer, as a living meditation. And we as initiates are the living initiation. We are living it fully once we begin to be able to take it not just in meditation and live it there, but take it out into the world, out into our daily life. And live it not just for two hours and 24 minutes or two and a half hours or maybe two and a half minutes, depending upon how you meditate, but to live it 24 hours a day and beyond. So that you live the loving in your meditation, you live it in your relationships, you live it at work, you live it at school, and you live it at night in your dream state. You live it fully. And you become the living, loving. The living, loving essence of the Lord that you are. And yes, the mind's going to tell you, well, no, but there's things you have to fulfill in the world. You have to live in the world. You have to accomplish in the world. The spiritual thing, okay, well, that's fine. Go do it. But what about me? What about the body? What about the world? What about success? What about being involved in the world? being outside. Once you begin to move into that centeredness of the truth of who you are and live more in that centeredness and not caught up in the winds of the world, the whirlwind that is ever moving around us as Brian was talking about the tornado, but rather living in the centeredness where the stillness resides, you will find that you can take it into the world and be very, participating in the world, and successful in the world, and active in the world, and creative in the world, but not caught up in it. You don't get caught up in the storms of the world. You live in the world, but you're not of the world. Jesus said that over 2,000 years ago now. Be in the world, but not of it. And that's what it means. But it begins with a simple action of sitting down and closing your eyes and going inside and holding your attention upon the Lord, God first and God only, and waking up inside first. There are people in the world who are ever going out into the world to do good deeds, to do good work in the world, to be of service, and they do. They go out and they do good work and good deeds. And for a while, it's very fulfilling for them. But then, they begin to feel that something is still lacking. It's still not doing what they had hoped it would do, what they were told it would do. It's not bringing them into the greater fulfillment. It's not answering inside of them that which is empty, and longing, and needing. Better that we sit down and go inside and begin to fill that area up inside with our own loving. By sharing our loving with God and letting God love us in His loving way, we begin to be filled with loving. We begin to wake up to our loving and be filled with our loving. And then we can go out in the world and do those good works, those good deeds, those actions of service. And truly do what God intended. To be in the world, but not of the world. And not to need anything of the world. And not to be looking to the world for the answer, for the solution. There is nobody Nobody, nobody, nobody in this world who knows the answer better than you of what it is you are asking, what it is you are needing, what it is you are longing for. There is nobody in the world that knows the answer better than you. And where does that answer lie? It lies within you. But it doesn't lie in your gut. It doesn't lie in your physical heart. And it doesn't lie in your mind the answer lies within your own soul. Only your soul knows the truth of who you are. And only your soul knows the truth of why you are and the lesson that you're in today. If you look into the world for answers and solution and understanding, you'll find bits and pieces and parts, but you'll also find the mythology and the illusion that goes with the world. And oftentimes it will confuse you more than it will assist you. But if you go inside and find that place where peace resides, where loving lives, and wake up to those places inside of yourself, you will also find that through the peace and through the loving and through the joy that you will find also the solution. And the solution is so, so simple compared to what others in the world, or you yourself, the mind in the world, will tell you. It's loving, accepting, and forgiving. Those are the keys. Those are the answers. That is the solution. Loving yourself in all things, in all ways. Loving yourself just as you are right now, which is acceptance. Accept yourself just as you are. Love yourself just as you are. And all those areas where you can't accept yourself just as you are, you have judgments on it, go in and forgive those parts of yourself. And do that with others as well. But let it begin with you. And in that action of loving, accepting, and forgiving, you will find every answer to every question You will find solutions to every problem. And you will find the simplicity of life that will free you of the complexities of this world to where you can truly be in the world but not of it. And you stand free by living in the center of the storm, not caught up in the whirlwinds, not getting caught up, in the reactions of this world, but living in action which is loving, which is neutral, which is centered, which is peaceful and joyful. And then you can go out into the world and live that with others and bring that to others. And wherever you go, you will be an instrument of peace into the world. And you could do more by bringing this peace into the world through this action of meditation than getting up and going out and serving a thousand people a day or doing great actions of finances, of foundations and nonprofits. Just by living this peace and going into the world living the peace you transform the world. How? It is said by the teacher Jesus that if we will lift ourselves up, if we will lift ourselves up, we will draw all men unto us. And what that means is, if we will spend the time in our meditation every day, awakening the soul, and lifting ourselves up in this inner journey, back to a home in spirit from which we came, we create a place in this world of opportunity for other souls to come and begin to walk this journey as well. This creation abhors a vacuum. And when we begin to withdraw from the world and go inward and upward towards God, what do we create but a vacuum? We create a new movement of energy that is in alignment with this world. We are withdrawing from it. We are letting go of it. We are detaching ourselves from it. And we are moving consciously in a new direction. And that movement in a new direction creates a vacuum in this creation. And this creation immediately begins... To try to fill that vacuum. And as it does, it moves the energy that it is moving into that place where you were into a new element of action. It moves into a higher frequency and it moves into a new direction that we ourselves are creating for ourselves and those around us. We don't have to do anything in the world but love God. And then let that loving that is of God in us move in our daily life, sharing itself with our family, with our friends, with our co-workers, with people around us wherever we go. And we don't have to say a thing, but they will get it. Maybe just unconsciously, but they will get it. And then there will be those that get it consciously and they will come up to you and even maybe say, what's what's different about you? You're so joyful. or You're so peaceful. Whenever I'm around you, I just feel so much better. What is it? What's going on? To me, that's the greatest action that we could be living. Because it causes them to begin a great search for themselves. I want that. Whatever that is that they've got, I want it. And now they begin the search for themselves. So don't get caught up in having to go out into the world to do great works. It's wonderful if you do have the time and you can do that. But I would say spend more time within yourself first, waking up to the love that resides within you, within the spirit of who you are, that loving essence and waking up to God. I and the Father are one. You and the Father are one. There is no separation now, and there never was, except for the fact that you have looked away from the truth and lived into the illusion, believed into the illusion, and gone to sleep to the truth. So do like Rumi says, wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. Wake up, go within, and wake up to the truth of who you are, and then live that truth of who you are from now on, and don't allow yourself to turn around once again, and look into the world, and live into separation, and go to sleep. Wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. a wonderful line within a poem that Rumi wrote, but it's even a more wonderful truth if we can begin to live it. All right. Well, thank you all very much. And I guess we'll see you all next Sunday.